The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Season 3 of Students of Mind, the podcast that's all about opening up and normalizing discussions about mental health in ways that anyone can comprehend. In the first two seasons, we sat down with mental health experts and survivors to give you a full circle picture of each topic. In this new season, we will continue to explore the world of mental health through the insights of experts, healers, and individuals with lived experience. From alternative healing modalities to living with multiple illnesses, this season we will cover a wide range of topics with the help of a diverse selection of guests. My name is Jade, and today's episode is the second Checking In With Jade episode, where I'll be giving you an update on how I've been doing and talk about what's coming up for the podcast. I hope by listening to the show, you're able to learn something new and gain some encouragement through hearing our experts and listening to the journeys of our guests. However, this show is not a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have about your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Students of Mind podcast. Hey friends, it's your host Jade here, and today is another Checking In with Jade episode. I wanted to do another one of these at the start of the new season because I just wanted to give you guys an update on what's coming up for the podcast, and talk a little bit about how I've been doing. Um, So yeah, let's get right into it. 
so first I just want to talk about how I've been doing overall. I know the last time I made one of these I was actively in eating disorder treatment so that was a few months ago and since then I have discharged and yeah at this point I've been discharged from that treatment program for about five months uh which I didn't even realize it's already been that long um it feels like a long time but also feels like a very short time um but things are so so different now than they were five months ago um but yeah I'm feeling a lot better than I was five months ago I'm way more motivated I have a little bit more energy um and I just have like a higher desire to socialize and like hang out with friends um and then also I've just been wanting to be out in nature more um another thing that uh has improved is um like five months ago I was having like things that I need to get needed to get done they were just starting to pile up and it was making me really overwhelmed because I wasn't in a place where I could get those things done or I I felt like I didn't have the energy um but now I do so it's like for example some of the things that I was like needing to do but didn't have the energy um was like setting a bunch of different doctor's appointments like dentist and primary care physician and gynecologist like I needed to make all of those appointments and five months ago it felt like I didn't have the energy to do anything more than what I was doing on a daily basis um even though these were appointments that I really needed um but as things started improving um I've been able to make those appointments and you know that in turn has just like also made my physical health improve because I am actually taking the time to you know do the things I need to do to make sure I am physically well um like I have the energy to do that now which I didn't have that before all that being said like all all of this good stuff <laughs> has happened um and I am still sh- struggling with a few things um I'm I'm in a really high stress period and I'll get into a little bit where that stress is coming from in a bit um but yeah, I, I'm I'm very stressed and my anxiety is pretty high. Um, but the thing about it is that I'm able to manage the stress and anxiety fairly well. Whereas like, again, five months ago, if I was dealing with the amount of stress and anxiety that I'm dealing with now, it it would have been like... I I wouldn't have been able to manage it as well as I'm managing it now. Um, 
so yeah although the the stress and the anxiety is still there and is pretty intense at times my ability to manage it has improved tremendously so it kind of like balances it out um yeah so overall i'm i'm doing a lot better um stress is high but i'm managing to get through it and get things done and i'm starting to do more work that brings me more meaning and makes me feel like i'm getting closer to my purpose um which yeah again like it feels like only in five months i've been able to get to this this spot which i'm i'm really thankful and grateful for so yeah that's how i'm doing overall um as some of you may know um i am in recovery from an eating disorder um that's something that i talk about sometimes on the podcast um but as i said earlier at the beginning of this year i had to go back into treatment and i was in treatment from february to june um so yeah that was a really interesting experience um because it had been like four years since i had been in any type of eating disorder treatment and so it was a bit of a culture shock to be back in that environment after so long um but i'm so happy that i took the time to go back because it was monumental in getting me back into a a healthy place um so now uh the eating disorder how am i doing with it uh not terrible um what i'm struggling with the most right now um isn't really the food part but the body image part and i'm i'm making sure to really stay recovery focused and do my meal plan and stick to my like movement agreements and and I'm doing it but the body image piece is honestly kind of miserable right now um I luckily have a lot of support around it um I go to a group twice a week that's really helpful in supporting me around this part of my experience i go to therapy every week um so i have support around it but i would be lying if i said like the day-to-day of dealing with body image struggles is really 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 hard um some days are easier than others um but i will say recently it's it's been more challenging and i've been doing my best to like reframe the negative thoughts about my body and my brain and like i put up sticky notes and things on my mirrors to remind me um you know that my body is fine just the way it is so yeah that's something that i'm having to really work through right now 
um, and I'm <laughs> kind of on the end of it where it's it's really icky and tough to deal with every day um, but I'm still doing recovery and I just want to make sure that I like just for myself that I continue to acknowledge the fact that I'm like despite what I'm experiencing body image wise I'm still continuing to like eat my meal plan and be mindful about movement and like stay recovery focused in other aspects of recovery if that makes sense so yeah that is how recovery is going um next I'm going to talk a little bit about my anxiety and depression which I kind of touched on in the beginning of like how I'm feeling overall um but depression has gotten tremendously better I remember when I got discharged from the eating disorder program I was in I was still experiencing a lot of my severe depression symptoms and it kind of felt like I was like just being dropped (laughs) with nothing to to replace the support that the eating disorder group was providing me with um but luckily when I left the treatment center, I started a treatment for my depression. I started uh, ketamine-assisted therapy, um, and that helped with my symptoms so, so much. Um, I actually recorded an episode all about um, my experience with ketamine, so you can hear more about that um, in that episode. Um, But yeah, the ketamine treatments really really improved my depression um and you know with the depression symptoms improving I got a little bit more energy and was able to start doing some work and yeah like I I have notes um written out for this episode and and one of them says uh depression is so much better I almost don't believe it and that's true it's like again five months ago seems like far away but also not that far away and the amount of things that I'm able to do in a day both like work related things and also like self-care related things it it's just like I could never five months ago I wouldn't have imagined that I would be doing as much as I'm doing now um and I I think you know I need to give myself some credit. I can't give all the credit to the ketamine because I have been doing um, a lot of work to get to this point too. Um, But yeah, my depression is a lot better. Um, Anxiety, on the other hand, is still pretty severe. Um, I would say it's back to being like the most difficult symptom to deal with. I kind of just have like a buzzing throughout the day that gets intense at certain times of days of the day and yeah managing that is managing that isn't as bad as it used to be like I feel like I have more tools now to manage the anxiety and I've been like practicing 
coping skills and grounding skills on a daily basis since I left treatment and I think that has really helped with me feeling like I have the ability to bring myself down when I'm feeling really anxious um so that in in that sense things have improved um but like physically it's the anxiety still feels really freaking hard really freaking hard um and you know I'm working with my therapist to work on that um and I'm hopeful that we're gonna be able to get it more under control um yeah that's that's kind of how I want to end that part (laughs) so the next part I want to talk about is just like something I've been struggling with um so you probably don't know this um but I am a college dropout um so I went to college for a few a couple years um and started to get my associate's degree in psychology with a minor in sociology but and I've kind of knew known this since high school but the school or the academic environment I don't thrive in that environment um like I can make myself thrive if that makes sense by doing things that put like my mental health on the back burner but I don't like doing that so yeah I just I feel like at least in this point in my life like school is not for me um but the thing with that is like what I'm struggling with right now is like imposter syndrome because there's still a lot of people who hold a lot of value in a college degree um, especially in the field I'm trying to work in in this field of mental health I feel like having those letters next to your name listing your credentials is valued very highly Um, and I don't have that but what I do have is over a decade of lived experience navigating the mental health care system in the U.S. And what I want to do is help people do that. And, you know, I feel like, and people have continued to try and, like, hint to me that I have value um, despite not having a college degree. And, you know, I think this belief comes from messages from society messages from like family that I used to get and like feeling just feeling like I'm just worried that I'm not going to be taken seriously in the work that I want to do and that's been really really hard to deal with um because it comes up every time I do this work like every time I work on the podcast every time I work on Um, these new service offerings that I'm working on, this uneasy feeling comes up that I'm not going to be able to be, to have the reach that I want because people just aren't going to take me seriously because I don't have a college degree or letters, credentials next to my name. So yeah, like I'm, 
what I'm doing right now is like creating a career for myself in the mental health field from scratch, which is freaking scary (laughs) and really challenging and stressful. But I keep being told that it's possible and that what I'm working on and what I'm going to offer is needed. Um, And I do like I see that I, I see that what I'm going to offer is needed. But yeah, there's just so much anxiety about like, what if someone realizes I don't have a college degree and then that makes them feel like I can't, like I'm not qualified to help them. So yeah, that's, that's one thing I've been struggling with. I've been, you know, talking about it with my therapist and my partner and um, family and they've been reassuring me again that like, I'm worth more than whatever credentials I may or may not have. So I'm trying to hold on to that and and convince myself of that. But it's, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a struggle. So, I want to talk a little bit about what's coming up for the podcast. Um, Season 3 is about to start, and I'm so excited because we have some really cool topics coming up. Let me read off some of these topics that we have. I'm really looking forward to this one. We have psychedelic-assisted therapy episodes coming out. We have episodes on EMDR and brain spotting more episodes about eating disorders. There's going to be an episode on why it's so hard to find a therapist, who to call during a mental health crisis, Um, and then also things like borderline personality disorder and dissociative identity disorder. So we have a very diverse set of episodes coming up with really great guests. And I'm so excited to share these conversations with you. Um, Also, with this new season, there will be a Facebook group. 
The Facebook group is called Students of Mind Chats. You should get a little message during this episode to learn more about about what this Facebook group is, but yes, it it will be available when this new season comes out. Um, So that's coming up. I'm also going to be creating an online store with um, a planner that I've been working on. I'm really excited about that. I've been working on this planner for a few months. I developed like a little system for myself um, after getting out of eating disorder treatment as a way to like organize my days and I created a planner out of that system and so yeah, that's going to be out and available for you guys to get if you want it once the new season starts. Um, And lastly, I'm going to be offering some services now. So I'm going to be offering two services. Both are meant to support you with finding mental health resources. So they're called Sister Sessions. And the first offering is where you get to sit down with me for two hours and we can do an in-depth search for mental health resources that fit your needs. Um, And then the other one is if you don't have the time to sit down for those two hours and look for resources with me. Um, The second option is you fill out a questionnaire and I do the resource search for you and I send a customized resource list to you. Um, So yeah, these are two offerings that I'm really passionate about because like this is what I want to do. Like I, I want to support people in getting the help that they deserve and like this is a step towards that. I named them Sister Sessions because I wanted the service to feel like you are getting to sit down with your sister or like a close friend um someone that you can really trust with you know whatever you're going through and trust to help guide you um in the right direction um so that's why i named it that the name might change but that's what it is for now So yeah, those two offerings should be available now. Um, If they're not, um, of course, I will keep everyone updated when they are available. Um, And yeah, I'm just really excited to be starting to do this because this is something that I, like, wish I would have had in, in my journey. I just wish that there was more support around the finding and and access of care so yeah i'm just so excited to start helping people with this with all of these things that i mentioned all of these offerings um i want to just like be honest and say like i have dates for these things um but life is still happening um i'm still like trying to uh, maintain my mental health so like some things may take longer uh, than I express um, and so yes I just want to put that out there and and just say that if if you want to 
um, make sure that you're up to date with any of these offerings um, that I'm working on, um, anything related to Students of Mind, you can always go to the website studentsofmind.com um, or Instagram uh, and there will be updates there. So my last little thing for today, um, this season I decided to have a signature question for all of my guests. I felt like this was a good way to like pull every episode kind of together to bring like a common thread through each episode. But I also wanted to ask this question because I mean, as I've been talking about, I went back to treatment this year, and one of the main things that I learned was that I really need to be on top of self-care, because if I'm not taking care of myself, I cannot, I literally (laughs) do not have the ability to do the things that I want to do, because if I don't take care of myself, I don't have the ability to help people, to do the work that I want to do with this, to make doctor's appointments that I need to make. Um, So yeah, the question that I'm going to be asking this season is, what is one thing you do to maintain mental wellness? And so my answer, which I already talked about a little bit, but I do a coping and grounding routine every single day. This is something that I started um, after I got discharged from my eating disorder program because I have been like collecting a toolbox of coping skills and grounding skills for years, like ever since I was 11 and started therapy and was taught about coping and grounding. I've just been collecting them over time. But the thing that I haven't done on a consistent basis is practice them. So what I did is I created this little ritual that I do in the middle of the day, and it's pretty simple. So I start with five minutes of brain dumping, and brain dumping is basically just writing in a journal everything that's on your brain. Um, no matter like how it comes out, just whatever is on your brain, get it out of your brain and onto paper. Um, that's a really helpful tool for me if I'm feeling overwhelmed. Um, so yeah, my coping and grounding routine starts with that. And then I do movement. Um, so my movement lately has been yoga. That's a really great form of movement that gets me connected to my body in a way that feels safe and then after movement I choose one coping skill or one grounding skill to practice so lately my grounding skill has been EFT tapping which there's an episode coming out on that so you can learn more about that in that episode but yeah it's like a meditation that utilizes affirmations and acupressure points Um, so that's been my my go-to grounding skill uh, recently so yeah, I that's my answer, and I hope you guys enjoy hearing throughout the season all the different answers to this question. Um, it's been really cool to hear answers from uh, not just like the people I have on from as survivors, but also like the experts that I have on. It's cool to hear 
um, what everyone does to maintain their mental wellness. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that. So that's all. I thank you for listening to this little check-in, and I'm really excited for this new season and just this new phase of Students of Mind that's about to start, and I'm excited to bring you guys along with me, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Students of Mind. I've really enjoyed doing these Checking In With Jade episodes. Um, I feel like it not only gives you, the audience, a chance to get to know me, but it's also just like a good check-in for myself just to see the progress I've made. And it's also kind of like a form of accountability. It just helps make sure that I do the things that I say I'm going to do. So yeah, I hope you guys are able to get something out of these Checking In With Jade episodes as well. If you have time, please leave a rating and review for the podcast. You can do so in the Apple Podcasts or Spotify app toward the bottom of the show page, or using an app like Good Pods. Reviews and ratings help me know if you're resonating with the episodes that come out, and they get all of this mental health information that's in each episode into more ears. Don't forget to go to facebook.com slash studentsofmindchats to join the community that I'm creating. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you learned something new or resonated with something you heard today, and I'll see you next episode. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.